It's Friday. We did it. We did it. Welcome to the Friday Five with Lori and Jane. I'm Jane. I'm Lori. And today's episode, so we enjoyed doing our Tom Tom Hanks episode so much a few months ago. We're now going to tackle George Clooney movies. Yes. This is a harder Um, list than I expected. Was it hard for you? It was hard for me because, well, there were movies that I liked of his, but I kept going back to i just love er i just love er <laughs> i love Doug Rose. not a movie <laughs> not a movie uh, but so he was good on that show he was good on that yeah. show and he is just i mean it i would just i could just look at him and be happy yeah he hasn't done anything in forever no because he's got twins and he's married yeah and i think he's happy in retirement i think he's enjoying being married which he never thought he would do and probably being a parent he never thought he would do that Mm -hmm. and i think based on the way he's always been i'll talk talk about it like he's my best friend (laughs) he's probably a hands-on parent and yeah yeah most definitely because she's the one that's out there doing humanitarian work and you know all that stuff Mm -hmm. so he's probably perfectly content to take a break and and hang out with the babies he looks delightful, though. Yeah. Age age is his friend. Yes, most definitely. Age is his friend. Well, most of the movies that I picked are all within like a five-year range in the late 1990s, early 2000s. I have a feeling that we're going to probably have a lot of crossover, but I don't know mm-hmm. because I know there's got to be one or two possibly sci-fi movies that he's had his hand in that you might have put on your list that we you'll be shocked to know that i did not so <laughs> very shocked yeah i know how dare you i know just all right so did you put yours in any kind of order of no. course not of course not all right well let me just look up this one offhand so that i can read the description of it so i don't get it wrong did you watch this movie i can't see from here no, I don't think so. Oh, I love this movie. All right, uh, do you want to go first or me go first? Oh, you go first because you know I don't. I don't have not one fact about any <laughs> of these movies. All right, so the first movie I have, um, this one came out in 1998, and judging by his co-star, you would think this is probably not a good movie, but it's it's a good movie. I own it on DVD. It's better than you would think. It's on your spreadsheet. It is on my spreadsheet. Okay. It's Out of Sight with George Clooney and Jennifer Lopez. I was going to say that looks like Jennifer Lopez. I can only see a little bit. And what it is, is a career bank robber breaks out of jail and has a moment of mutual attraction with a U.S. Marshal he has kidnapped. So she's the U.S. Marshal. He's broken out of jail. He kidnaps her, and during the course of them spending time together, sparks fly, as they say in Hallmark Universe. Why wouldn't they? Have you seen him? I know. Well, and her, too. She's gorgeous. Yeah. But it's a very snappy, crackly, fun, romance thriller action. I need to watch this. I don't think I ever watched this. It's it, The director was Steven Soderbergh. Okay. So right there, you know, it's a little bit elevated right. over a typical movie. And it's based on an Elmore Leonard script. Okay. So that's where you get that poppy, snappy 
back and forth between the characters. I wish that everybody could see you every time you say Poppy Snappy because (laughs) you are just all over. Okay. But it's just a very well done movie. Okay. And like I said, you know, Jennifer Lopez in 1998, not exactly a highly respected. I mean, she had done Selena, obviously, which was groundbreaking for her and made her get noticed in Hollywood. But she still was known as the mad TV dancer who happened to get selected to make a movie so she's early early in her craft let's say but it's a great pairing it's a great pairing and it's poppy and snappy it's very poppy and snappy thanks to elmore leonard i just wrote it out i wrote it down so that i can look and find it i did not put that okay so i'll see the one that i didn't put and i'll tell you the one i put that i know you didn't put okay which was probably one of his first was One Fine Day. Not on my list. I didn't think so. That's Michelle Pfeiffer? Michelle Pfeiffer, and they're both single parents, Mm -hmm. and he's a a newspaper writer, and she is, she's an ad exec, but their kids go to uh, school together, uh, kindergarten or preschool or something like that, and so it's about how they kind of come together and... They missed the bus for the field trip because he's late and he's kind of this loser. Not a lo- he's not a loser dad, but he's he's just not with it. Right. You know, he's not. He's still figuring. He's it not out. super mom, and yeah. he's not used to having to do the day to day stuff because his ex wife just got married and they go on a honeymoon. Gotcha. But they kind of go through different things with the kids and everything it's just it's it's cute it's really a cute movie i like it when did that come out do you know i don't know i'm surprised i knew as much as i did (laughs) (laughs) is everybody else listening (laughs) all right let me pull up his imdb 1996 okay so that came out according to this that came out right after from dusk till dawn which was a vampire movie that Mm -hmm. he did that was really good and then he came out with that and then sadly his next movie was batman and robin Mm -hmm. which got just scathing reviews right i do remember one fine day but i don't think i ever saw it it's a rom-com yeah it's cute all right well maybe i'll have to watch that yeah Okay, what else is on your list? All right, well, my next one, if I'm I'm just going to go in order by year. Of course you are. I got to have some sort of order to it. Yeah, my order is George Clooney movies. <laughs> hey, that's valid. Five George Clooney movies. That's how I did it. All right, well, the year 2000, he had two movies come out that I loved. And the first one was Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? I... I had I had that, then I took it off, then I had it, then I took it off. I couldn't decide. We still quote that movie heavily in our house. Heavily. Yeah, it it goes through phases where it's like I see it on TV all the time. Yeah. It's great. And we showed it to Olivia a few years ago. She loved it as well. It's one that periodically she'll say, can we watch that movie? We just watched it. Let's give it a few months. But... It's a classic in our minds. And he really got a lot of acclaim with that movie. Oh, and deservedly so. Because it was so different from the typical leading man Mm -hmm. role that he um, had been doing up until that point. Because it was very absurdist. And he was very over the top. Right. And just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. 
That was it. that was a really good movie. And the I soundtrack that. is good. I was going to say the music on it was good too. Yeah, his co-stars were great: John Turturro, and of course his name has now left me. Of course, Tim. That. Tim, watch it won't be Tim, even though I said that. Yes, Tim Blake Nelson. That's oh. right. I got the Tim right. Good job. But yeah, I love the soundtrack. I love the story. It's basically isn't it like Ulysses retold? Isn't it the classic Ulysses? Right. Yeah. Um, but it's set in the deep south in the 1930s, and it's about these three escaped convicts who are looking for the the hidden treasure. That's oh. one, that's one that we say in the house all the time is do not seek the treasure. The treasure. There's <laughs> a lot going on in this house. <laughs> we like to quote things. Most of our conversations are just quotes. I can't remember anything. I, I wish I had that brain. To remember quotes. I've been doing that since I was a kid. My sister yeah. and I, everything we used to say to each other were, were quotes from things. Oh, my so, gosh. So that's my next one from 2000 is, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Okay. Well, my next one is, um, I don't remember, Ocean's Eleven, I think, was the first one. But all that whole trio of Ocean's movies. Yeah, 2011 came out in 2001 because that's a match that was on my list. We got a match? We do. Really? You got to have Ocean's Eleven on there. You can't not put that on a list of best or Well, I movies. mean, the cast is phenomenal. Phenomenal. And it was, it was Snap and Poppy or whatever it was. you were doing. Yeah, but that's what I was going it, to say. It's, it's fast paced and just clever and the way they do it. And oh gosh, what is his name? That's the, the gambling he owns the casino uh, or was that in a second one might have been in the second one I can picture him I can't believe he's not on the I think he was in the first second page. one I think he was in the second no he was in both because in the second one didn't they work with him in the second one or was that the Andy third Garcia one? Andy Garcia yeah. yeah Andy Garcia played Terry Benedict love Andy Garcia Julia Roberts Brad Pitt I mean Bernie Bernie Mac yeah, Elliot Gould was great. Carl Reiner mm-hmm. was great. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun movie. That's another Steven Soderbergh movie. Yeah, that's just I I put just Ocean series because Ocean movies because I loved all of them. Second one I didn't care for. Yeah, they weren't as as usual. They're never as right. good after the first one. Yeah. But I just enjoy watching them just because I like the the camaraderie that you can kind of tell that these oh, are all guys yeah. like um what's his name don Cheadle. uh-huh you can tell they all get along really well yeah. and you can only imagine what it must have been like on that set it had to be so fun because they were always all together they were always all together and wouldn't you what love to have been <laughs> julia roberts in the midst in the and she's such good friends with all those guys mm-hmm. still that it just i want to go to there <laughs> <laughs> yeah now had you seen the original oceans 11 before you saw this one yes see i had not okay so i didn't know the big reveal at the end of the movie so i was blown away i was like oh my gosh this movie is fantastic yeah it's so it's so smart mm-hmm. i mean it just is it's so smart any of these movies that heist movies heist movies the one with um totally different list but i just was amazed with was the uh, mark Wahlberg, charlie's there and they had little mini coopers oh, italian job yes yeah 
fascinating yeah fascinating i'm like why can't people that are that smart use their brains for good you know it's like everybody that's built a meth lab i'm like really can't you go out and find the cure for cancer right yeah right because you obviously have the intelligence to do it you just don't have the traditional Mm -hmm. education yeah that's my soapbox for the day. <laughs> but yeah, Ocean's Eleven is is phenomenal. That is, a, it's just a fun time. It's and that's, a fun movie. Yeah, and that's one also that I showed Olivia, and she's like, "This movie's awesome." Yeah, it's just it's it's kind of timeless, and it's just fun. Yeah. So, highly recommend. We got a match. Yes, we did. I'm excited. So next, my go next ahead. one, we're going back a year, going back into 2012 again, The Perfect Storm. And I know that movie has issues. I know the accents come and go on these characters. They're supposed to be up in Boston. The the only one that has the legitimate Boston accent is Mark Wahlberg. Diane Lane's accent is horrific. George Clooney doesn't even bother. I mean, no one other than Mark Wahlberg has the, the real Boston accent. But God bless it. I love that movie. I that story's too real for me. Yeah, it's exhausting. Like it is whenever exhausting. you would see the trailers, I would mm. be exhausted by the trailers. Well, so imagine making that movie too. Constantly, I cannot. Yeah, being in a state of covered in water. It just the idea of drowning is not high on my list. Yeah. Well, Ooh. I highly recommend the book. The book is. I was going to say the book, the book, is, book is really good. Yeah. But the it's exhausting too. Yeah. But the movie is very well done. And that's, you know, there's a lot of those movies where when I see it on TV, even if it's halfway through, I'll tune in to watch the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Because wherever you dive in, you can pick right up. And it's it's a great movie. Yeah, I think that it, it was interesting looking at his movies, the list of it, because there were a lot that I was just like, you know kind of like them about equal so it was just kind of pick and choose out of five which one i was going to put yeah so all right well next the next the next one i have on is uh descendants that's a good movie i don't have it on my list but that's a great movie i i really like that movie he is so good in that movie Mm -hmm. and the fact that just the whole story of his wife has died and then he finds out that she was having an affair and going through it just and he's just falling apart he, but yet he's got he's got two kids uh-huh. and he's trying to keep it together and he's losing his mind and it's just it's very real yeah it's very and you think i mean and you would look at those situations and go yeah that's probably how i would handle it too i'd just start running down the street like Uh a crazy person (laughs) that's exactly what i do so i i think that that he really came into his own i think well wasn't he nominated for best actor Mm -hmm. for that yeah that was such a good movie yeah that's an alexander payne director writer movie he's good yeah the descendants is great that one came out in 2011 so even though i consider that one of his newer movies it still came out nine years ago that's the thing about him he has not done a lot of acting since he got married Mm -mm. i don't know that he's been away to do anything since he got married i don't know what year he got married but yet looking at his imdb since the descendants he did gravity but even his role in gravity was pretty small 
mm-hmm. he was in the beginning and he was towards the end and that was it it was all Sandra Bullock the rest of it so even that didn't take up a lot of his time to be in and then he was in the Monuments Men Mm-hmm. But that was another group piece where he wasn't doing the heavy lifting per se. Right. He was in Tomorrowland, which was that Disney movie that was not very good. I have no idea. I like it well enough, but it lost me at Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he did Hail Caesar in 2016. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for that movie. I was very disappointed because I it was the same filmmakers that did Oh Brother. So I thought that it would be just as enjoyable, but it just shows you that those brother, the Cohen brothers, don't always hit the mark. Right. And so Hail Caesar was was a bit disappointing. And then after that, he did a bunch of Nespresso commercials. And then his next project wasn't until 2019. So he took three years off where he didn't have anything. And then he did do the TV show Catch-22 because that, that was a TV thing he did for... I can't remember what, what channel. I didn't, I don't have that channel, so I didn't get to see it. And then supposedly in 2020, he's got a movie in post-production. Okay. So he's only done a handful of movies since The Descendants. You would think that with that nomination in hand, he would have been like, I need to hit it hard and right. find some material. and Stay just with really, that momentum. Yeah. But he really changed course. George doesn't care. He doesn't. George is doing George. Which I love about George. That's what I love about George. Yeah, George still has all his friends from high school. Ah, yes, he probably does. You know, I mean, and George had a pig. Does he? He did have a pig. I think his pig died. But he had a big, he had a pet pig. All right, so you should have one left? Or are you done with all yours? I've got one left. I've got one left, too, so go ahead. All right, my last one is from 2003, and it's Intolerable Cruelty. That's the, I, I'm a, that's Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yeah. Yes, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. So in that one, uh, Gold Digger matches wits with a divorce lawyer who is increasingly attracted to her. And that is another Cole Brothers movie. Not Cole, Cohen, Cohen. Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. And so... Was but, it but that's snappy what, and poppy? It was snappy and poppy, but it wasn't written by Elmore Leonard. But that that was a rare Coen Brothers movies where it was just like a rom com. Yeah, I was going to say usually do. It was like a rom com, and it was just smart and quick. Yeah, which I associate with George Clooney. I associate smart and quick witted yeah. with him, and mm-hmm. most of the characters that he plays. And she's really good at doing that as well. And on screen, they had, just like he did with Jennifer Lopez, he has good chemistry with anybody. He could be standing next to a, a brick, and they would snap together. Uh, that's, yeah, I think that he and I would probably hit it off really well. <laughs> <laughs> she said with her fingers crossed. <laughs> Well, a mall may have something to say. Well, about that. I know I can't really compete with an international <laughs> human lawyer. Oh, but human yeah, he's lawyer. But he's got that great range of being able to do like a straight up rom com because of his comedic talent and, right. na- and natural just aura. But then he right. can also do the heist movies. He he did Three Kings, which is that Persian yeah. Gulf. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie 
so he can do drama he can do comedy he can do romance well that's why that's I, why george clooney is so awesome yeah and that's why he can get all the the accolades and things from descendants and then just go to dark yeah and just do nespresso commercials right i and, remember the first time i saw the nespresso commercial i was like why is George doing a coffee commercial in America? Because I know all all our heavy hitter actors, they have no problem going to Europe and Japan and wherever and doing commercials mm-hmm. all the time. But it was very rare to see right. like an A++ celebrity do a commercial here. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I saw that Nespresso commercial for the first time, I'm like, what is going on here? that George is shilling coffee on my TV right now. Right. Because that was very, I'm going to use a, a, a big word, it was very anathema to my expectations for George. I'm still working on shilling coffee. So <laughs> go ahead. I'm using all my thesaurus words today. I mean, you got five calendars, of, word of the day calendars <laughs> out right now. It's got to pay for itself somehow. Yes. That's, yeah, that's what, mm-hmm. that's why I was saying there were, that one the intolerable cruelty i almost put it on my list and then i took it off the list and then i put it on the list but then there were like you were talking about different ones like the monument men right that that was a great movie movie. i enjoyed that the Mm -hmm. story of that one is really just neat to think Mm -hmm. about but um i had i had down as like bonus like michael clayton like that was a sharp yeah you know kind of edgy mm-hmm edgy movie but then my last one that i did end up putting in was up in the air because that one was kind of that's a good movie that was just in the times that it was and having to do that job and you just felt for him but that whole storyline of that one Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed that one and he got a lot of critical acclaim for that movie he did i think she's the one vera farmiga i was gonna say her last name is like farmiga something like that it's Uh, maybe 12 vowels i'm not sure (laughs) but i think she's the one that got a nomination and anna kendrick did she get a nomination for it maybe i'm not sure but anna kendrick's so smart and quick too she is that one came out in 2009 and yet he's done all these movies, and I love him, and I always see him, and yet I always think of him as the ER doc. Doug Ross. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. In fact, uh, during the day, ER runs a few episodes a day on some channel. I can't remember mm-hmm. what it is. And um, there are some episodes of ER that stand out for me, one of which being when Carol leaves the hospital and goes and finds Doug, who has already left the show, and she go, and they meet up in the final scene. I was going to say, I just got cold chills because yeah. he's down at the boat dock, uh-huh. yeah. and she comes. I've got chills all over my body right now <laughs> because that is my all-time favorite episode, yeah. and I was just like, oh, okay. And I, and I keep waiting for that episode to re-air. And, yeah, yeah, and it hasn't re-aired yet, um, but I keep waiting for that one to show up again so that I can I watch mean, it. I it is no joke. <laughs> The hair is standing up on my arms. Yeah, Doug Ross is great. Yeah, loved it. Do you remember when, and they didn't play Doug Ross and Carter, but when Noah Wiley and George Clooney were on Friends? Yes. And were played doctors yes. on Friends? But obviously they weren't playing Ross and Carter. Right. Um, I remember I love that. that crossover of having them be on the show. 
I remember that. I remember him being on Roseanne. I remember him being on, mm-hmm. I think, The Facts of Life. He was. He, he played Booker. Facts? Yeah. Wait, was he Booker on Roseanne? He was Booker on Roseanne. Okay. But yeah, he was on Facts of Life. Yeah. That was his first TV show. Mm-hmm. I remember long, all that. The long hair. He just seems like a great guy. Like, I know your sister probably wouldn't invite him to dinner, but I would, I would invite him to dinner. I would invite him to dinner as well. I think he'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And smart. Yeah, he seems like a guy who doesn't take himself too seriously, who just wants to have a good time, but yet you can have a serious conversation with him because he does also seem very serious about things and passionate about things. Right. It's kind of he, he and Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. like... Brad Pitt just ages his friend because he is just getting wiser and better and but he's always been passionate about different things and Mm -hmm. just a really smart guy and it's I mean I mean to be able to look at somebody really good looking and talk to him too ding ding (laughs) all right well Lori needs to go um, (laughs) and rest She needs to go take a lie down for a few minutes. <laughs> I did take to the bed. <laughs> All right, everybody. Another short episode. We are just cranking through these really? episodes. Well, you know, it's we a nice love break. love George Clooney We do. So much. I know you'd think we'd go on more and more about him. But um, I will say we had a few episodes that were very long. So this kind of makes up for the fact that we got a little too wordy on a few episodes last month. Yeah, and it also speaks to the fact that maybe we're just picking obvious choices. We don't even need to Nothing debate it. Or, yeah. mm-hmm. So we might need new topics, everybody. Well, we also need more George Clooney movies. Yes. So get on that, George. Get busy, George. <laughs> like right, he's everybody. our friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you talking about? I'm calling him right after okay. we're done. All right, I just texted him. It's okay. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> If you want to find us online, we're at FridayFivePodcast.com. You'll find all our social media there. Mm-hmm. We'd love it if you'd rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Stitcher, wherever you can leave a review. Um, and then if you want to email us, we're at thegirls at FridayFivePodcast.com. We'll take any ideas. We will. Because, you know, the more and more that I look at my list, the more and more I think there's some topic ideas that I have that I'm just going to throw out. I think they might be too difficult or not enjoyable to talk about not not that they're like depressing or whatever i might need to see this list like boring the the extensive list like nobody wants to hear this you have access to it like favorite card games or something (laughs) well we did do board games we did do board i love and that's one of my favorite episodes i love board games but we'll see i mean we have enough content to last us for several months but but we would take any ideas that somebody might have right because i'm sure some of their ideas are better than mine in any event we thank you for listening to yet another episode of friday five have a great week we will see you next time bye